play the fucking intro. <laughs> this is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Podcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 235. It is dangerously close to Halloween. Oh, yes, we are. What is the day today? It is the 27th. We are four days away. Yes, all you spooks and ghouls and ghosts and goblins are all going to be reminiscing of the days past. And you will be warning us of what is to come of us mortal beings. And we look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the day SLC Punkcast turns into a Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into some new stuff. Uh, we're, we're definitely going to be playing some stuff that is thematic for the holiday. I, I pick some. I can see Eric pick some. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Let's get, to, let's get to the music. And before we do that, as we do, we talk about the new stuff that has come out and will be coming out. So quickly... Cato Street Conspiracy will start on October 18th. They released This Time Next Year, which is an EP. The Havoc released a cover of GBH. This track, Give Me Fire. As of the release date, it was released just as a video on YouTube, so I don't know if they've released it since. But it's great. You should definitely go check it out. Bad Assets, they released four singles that they had put together for some compilations and splits and stuff that didn't end up panning out. Uh, they recorded them, I think... 2016 or 2018, I forget. It was one of those two. And so now they've just released those four singles. You can go over to the Bandcamp page. I'll definitely be playing one of those here in uh, the coming weeks. On the 20th, To the Helpless released their ninth single, Another Bougie Revolution. And I want to say the 10th one comes out next month. So I think they said originally that in November they'd release the whole album. So maybe it's a 10-track LP. Uh, 10 tracks LP. Yes, I said that right. Uh, Another Bougie Revolution was the name of that single. On the 22nd, the copyrights they released, Alone in a Dome. Dave House released Blood Harmony on the 22nd. Also, there's several releases on the 22nd, including a four-way split featuring Nexcars, American Thrills, Tired Radio, and Nightmares for a Week. Those are the bands that are on that split. That's on Wiretap Records. Dreet Wall released mere singles on the 22nd the bare minimum with whoa that's a single prior convictions with she's the one again that's a single bottle kids also released a single called already dead can't swim released change of plans on pure noise records the x kids released our noise a single on little willie records on the 24th on the 25th grave danger which is like goth ska that they released a (laughs) single we called Spectre Inspector. Scoth. Scoth. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it makes more sense than Ga. I agree. Yeah, Ga, you wouldn't know, but Scoth, I like it. Uh, that single was called Spectre Inspector. You'll figure it out. The Chisel. They released Retaliation on the 26th. Violent Way and Beton Army. They're releasing uh, Release the Skins. That's a split. That'll be out on Contra and Primator Crew Records. 
Headcount is releasing Imprint on Safe and Side Records on the 29th. Z9, which features three members of Wisdom and Chains, is releasing a self-titled Z9 on the 29th. And we'll talk about that later in the episode. Half Past Two is releasing Half Past Two on the 29th. Unidad Ideologica is releasing a self-titled on the 29th. Love Equals Death is releasing Hour of Resurrection on Spam, S-B-A-M, Spam Records and Melodic Punk Style. The Last Miles releasing Respect the Frequency on Rad Girlfriend Records on the 29th. Alleys and Gangways is releasing Longshot EP on the 29th. White Stains is releasing Make Me Sick, and that's also on the 29th. So still several releases to be released before we get to Halloween. On Halloween, looks like Fight the Future is going to be releasing Bring the Balance three tracks. Oh, yeah. On the 31st, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, next week, Dirt Birds is releasing Dirt on Dammit Records. Backbreaker has a release. I don't have the title for it, but that's on the 5th. Special Duties is releasing seven days a week. I'm looking forward to that new Special Duties. Postage is releasing self-titled Postage on Dirt Cult Records on the 5th. See You Space Cowboy is releasing The Romance of Affliction. That is on Pure Noise Records on the 5th, also on Pure Noise Records, and also on the 5th. Youth Fountain is releasing Keepsakes and Reminders. Bitch Queens is releasing Custom Dystopia on the 5th. Delusions of Grandeur is releasing self-titled DP, Delusions of Grandeur. And on the 5th, finally, Wayward Brigade is releasing Kids Through the Cracks EP. Eric, that's all I've got. What do you have? <laughs> Not... Much anything else, actually. Okay. <laughs> the only ones, uh, there's not really been a lot on my radar this past uh, couple of weeks. Um, yeah, in fact, uh, I went through my entire backlog of new new songs that I had. I was up to six weeks in advance, and now I have no new songs uh, <laughs> coming up, at least not now. So, um at least, uh, at least until next week, I will be giving some love to the newest from The Chisel because that one. song is really good. Those that band is really good. So, yeah, there is uh, there is talks of uh, albums coming out or new songs coming out, but nothing is set in stone. So we'll just be okay. I'll I'll wait. I'll wait until you give me a definitive answer. Well, the following Friday, so two weeks from this Friday, Idols is releasing a new one called Crawler. Oh yes. So you might that that one can be on your radar. Yep, it should be. I have to remember. Okay. I have to remember to uh, uh, look that up and maybe <laughs> maybe put it in my library so it is pre-approved to be listened to. <laughs> awesome. God damn it! But. For the new songs that I do have, that I have heard, and I have liked, and I have picked for this episode, one of them happens to be the newest from the Orange County hardcore band, Stick to Your Guns. Oh, stick to your guns. <laughs> S-T-Y-G, until the end, or some shit. I don't think they ever had a, I don't think they ever had a slogan. S-T-Y-G... OC, that's yeah. what they're... S-T-Y-G-O-C-H-C. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, I'm not too big into their uh, history, like at all, but their music, on the other hand, is really good. It really just kind of uh, brought in a whole generation of millennial hardcore kids, and 
I would like, this is probably where I would say, such as myself, but I didn't get into them of my own volition. A very good friend of mine introduced me to them, along with a bunch of other hardcore bands, as, you know, what hardcore was being uh, related to in the 2000s, 2010s. Every, any band that sounded like uh, fucking Hatebreed or Terror was hardcore. And Sick to Your Guns kinda does, but they are a lot more melodic. They basically took an idea, the idea set down by uh, Comeback Kid and Verse, those types of bands, and just uh, made their own thing out of it. It was one of those uh, entryway hardcore bands, mostly for like the scene kids, I feel, where it was like, yeah, we like the little... Uh, we like the heavy parts, but we like the uh, the melodic parts, the stuff that we can actually, you know, sing. <laughs> so Stick to Your Guns was very uh, pivotal in doing that and bringing that style of music, the Kill Switch Engage carbon copies, into <laughs> the 2010s. And they are still going. This is one of the, this is one of the, uh, I, I mean, it is the newest track from a forthcoming album, and I... I've been out of the loop with uh, Stick to Your Guns. I don't know when their last album was released. I know that there was there was the Hope Division, there was Diamond, and then there was uh, uh, the one with the little infinity symbol on it. That's how out of touch I am, fellas. Um, I'll, fi- I'll figure that out. But for now, the newest track from Stick to Your Guns is the single from their upcoming album. It is called More of Us Than Them. Set the world ablaze Nothing goes to waste Now I understand More of us than them Set the world ablaze Nothing goes to waste Now I understand More of us than them
So yeah, that's the latest from uh, Stick to Your Guns, and yes, the al- the last album that came out was True View in 2017. So, there you have that. But also, uh, when I was looking that up and fact-checking myself, I found that this song has a bit of an interesting history. It was actually, it actually was started, the writing process began when, uh, uh, when the singer, uh, what's his name, Jesse... Jesse Barnett, that's his name, uh, got an email from Tom Searle from the band Architects saying that they were writing a song and it was this uh, breakdown part, that breakdown you heard at the end. And they said, it sounds a little more like stick to your guns. So if you want to use it, you can uh, you can uh, take the credit for it. All right. So they took the they just took the breakdown and that was in 2015. And they were trying to write around that around that. And then. Uh, Tom Searle, he actually uh, passed away. I do not know when, but I do remember uh, seeing that in the headlines. I'm not a huge Architects fan, but I understand the tragedy behind it. it sucks. So this is also, uh, in a way, a tribute to to them because they were uh, they were pretty tight knit. There were some there were some pretty good friends, and. So this isn't also this isn't just marking the return of Stick to Your Guns releasing new music. It's also marking a uh, a sort of eulogy for someone who uh, passed away. So there you go. That song is a lot deeper than I thought it was. <laughs> so yeah, uh, more of us than them. Uh, hopefully we get more from Stick to Your Guns soon because shit's sounding good, man. There's they still got it. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm not going to travel too far from where you were, Orange County. We're going to go to L.A. Uh, for the band Vis Virace. I don't ever know if I ever say that right. Vis Virus. Vis Virus. Yeah, exactly. Vis Virus. <laughs> uh, awesome band. They've been a band since 2018, and they've been releasing some, uh, a lot of good stuff, splits and so forth, and they just released a two-track EP on October 2nd. It's called Awaken, the title track. That's what we're going to listen to here in a moment. If you're unfamiliar with the band, well, you don't listen to our show enough because I've played them quite a few times, and they have more new stuff. I like it a lot. Again, if you're unfamiliar with the band, the band features members of the Templars, the Hard Knocks, and Bobber Wonderland. I think we've played Bobber Wonderland on the show. We've definitely played the Hard Knocks and the Templars, both great bands there. Uh, Really like this band. Let's check out a new track from that release. There's two of them. If you like it, go check out the other one as well. Here we go, Beast for Rays with the track Awaken. Awaken the dying with me 
There's always something about uh, Visviris that always stood out to me, other than the name that I can't pronounce. But All right, but yeah, they always just seemed a tad heavier than pretty much any other uh, Los Angeles punk rock band. Almost touching into uh, uh, Los Angeles hardcore style. And we all know LA hardcore is best represented now by Terror. <laughs> Especially on that one, a lot of downstroking in that last part just felt like just this this ominous tone on it. Yeah. I really like it. And, of course, the soloing on there. They're really, uh, it's really sprouting some of their uh, metal undertones. I like it. And I love the Awaken. Yeah. The giant with in right yeah. there at the end. I mean, that, yeah, all those downstrokes, it just sounds like a lumbering giant, just all the footsteps he's taken. Oh, it's a... It's a marching of those mountains of people. Well, that one's awesome. Go out, check out the other track. I believe the other track was called Winter Offhand. I don't remember. I liked Awaken a lot, so I just went with the title track. But the other one's great, too. So go out there, check it out. Next, we're going to bounce from the left coast to the east coast. <laughs> the right coast. <laughs> And here we're going to stop in Atlanta, Georgia for the band Strike First. I really like this band. Uh, some of the members came from DDC. And DDC is no longer a band, but I'm glad that uh, you, you know the core group of the guys are still doing music together nonetheless. And Strike First wins awesome on vocals. I like it. Their album that they put out last year uh, was in my top whatever list i think i did like a top nine and i didn't number them you know one through nine i just had a top nine and then a bunch of others they were in my top list for that album well they have a new album that's coming up that album's called war i don't know the release date for it yet but they did release the title track single war and they released that on september 29th so let's check out some war from strike first we'll see what you think it's coming at us from atlanta all right
strike with the might of the hammer of Thor. I love that line. <laughs> Plus, it's nice to get some uh, uh, religious criticism coming from the Bible Belt. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, so refreshing. I love that band. They're awesome. I'm really looking forward to that release. I already have a lot of great stuff on my top list of this year so if they happen to put it out in january i'm all right with that but if it comes out this year i have <laughs> a feeling it will be in the in the top of my list again just like it was last year looking forward to more hopefully some more singles along the way again i don't see a release date for it yet but be on the lookout awesome band check out strike first if for some reason you missed their previous release uh go check it out it's awesome Eric, let's do some older, lesser-known picks. What do you got? Well, I got, and this is where I'm going to do an early show plug. I've been plugging this thing for the last uh, few weeks, and I'm going to plug it again. Wisdom and Chains. They are playing on the 30th of October at the Beehive with Violent Unrest, Mandalore, and TakeOver. And TakeOver is coming back into the fold strictly for this show. They have not been active for the last three some odd years. Wow. And they are a great, great Salt Lake hardcore band. I am excited to see them again. But honestly, I'm excited to see Wisdom and Chains. They have never, ever, ever played in Salt Lake City. And as of right now, they don't ever tour. They are a fest band. They played all over in the East Coast festivals. They come out to the West. They do... Go to Europe? Yeah, they go to Europe. They do all their shit out there. And... They don't really tour in the U.S. anymore. They they used to, obviously, but now they've gotten to such a point where they are just a sought-after band, and when they do play a show, people will flock to see them. <laughs> they hold that much valor into the scene, and so this is a rarity. A extreme, once-in-a-lifetime, never-gonna-happen-again rarity. <laughs> and also... We, this is a redo. They were supposed to be here a year and a half ago. They were supposed to be playing way back in March. Uh, I think right on St. Patty's Day, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but yeah, by then, the pandemic had struck Utah, and they were not about to travel across state lines because the COVID uh, panic was high. Oh boy, everyone was freaking out. And I wasn't. Because I was out cold. <laughs> Eric was sleeping. <laughs> I was uh, I was asleep. I was on so much morphine. <laughs> oh, my God. And I didn't have part of my skull. So I was in a unique situation. And when I d funnily, when I did get out of the hospital, I was just thinking, oh, man, I'm going to I'm just thinking of all the shows that were coming up that I missed. And they go, oh, no, they were all canceled because of the virus. Oh, well, that's good news. <laughs> Everybody else missed him, too. Yeah, everyone else did. So, uh, I guess, perfect timing? <laughs> Shit. Anyway, uh, losing the plot here. So, yeah. Uh, back then, I did have a song by Wisdom and Chains that I was, uh, uh, was planning on playing. It was My Friend. And I really like that song. That song is great. I chose it because I felt like it would... Uh, kind of encapsulate the community aspect of it and just how uh, inviting Wisdom and Chains really is. 
because they're a unique specimen of hardcore. They bring in stuff like uh, I hear a lot of skate punk, I hear a lot of oi, and I feel and I feel a lot of old school hardcore music. And of course, they have the breakdowns and whatever in there. But their guitarists are super talented. Mad Joe Black, he is just one hell of a front man. Just uh, I love that. I love that drawl he's got in his voice. <laughs> anyway. I'm not going with uh, my friend this time around. This one, I'm going with the first ever Wisdom and Chains song I ever heard, and that was from their album, God of Rhythm, the song Violent Americans. Man, I didn't... I was not aware of how heavy and catchy a certain band could be. This one did it. This is the first song I heard by Wisdom and Chains, Violent Americans. Let's hear it.
So yeah, that's what it took to get me hooked. <laughs> yeah, and all this week I have been bumping all the Wisdom in Chains, uh, at least their full albums. Haven't really got to the EPs yet, but honestly, man, you can hear any Wisdom in Chains album. You can walk away with something you like. They always have. They have not put an album out that I've been disappointed by, much less hated. But it's a. Uh, but God of Rhythm has always uh, stuck with me because, eh, I guess you could say it's because of this song. <laughs> but seriously, any one of their uh, any one of their albums, go out and listen to them. And if you're in the vicinity of where this show is going to take place, go and watch them. You already have Please, <laughs> oh yeah, I bought it the day it went on sale. <laughs> And also, I've been uh, I was putting up posters and flyers for it. Awesome. Yep. So, and that also got me another free ticket. Oh, cool. <laughs> yep. Thank you, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's the one who uh, got got this. I don't know how. I don't know what they did to um, to make this show happen. But I, I guess if you want a certain band, go to Paige. <laughs> right. <laughs> See what she can do. Apparently, she's magic. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's awesome. And. Uh, we did an interview with Richie. He's a guitar player in the band. We did an interview on episode 69.5 way back in October of 2018, yeah. which was three years ago. So almost exactly three years ago, we put out an interview with Richie of Wisdom and Chains talking about new music that they had coming out. He was talking about, I think he had just been here because he has friends here in Salt Lake, and he was actually here for a funeral I think is really yeah some rel not relative but like his girlfriend or somebody's relative anyway not the point mm -hmm. he was here in Salt Lake like the week before we did the interview uh, but uh, not the band again on the interview. <laughs> what I mentioned at the top of the show and I wanted to point out uh, Richie and then Evan on bass and Luke on drums in the band uh, Wisdom and Chains are doing their own project Z9 Z9's releasing a self titled release Z9. This Friday, so check that out. We're going to see them mm -hmm. Saturday, but on Friday, if you want to check out a new release from band members of Wisdom and Chains, Richie's doing guitars and vocals for that project. Uh, good stuff there. Z9, looking forward to checking it out. I'm sure it's going to oh, be yeah. great. That's going to be that's going to be interesting because Richie's a phenomenal guitarist as right. he is, but doing vocals. All right, let's let's see what you got, Mister Richie. <laughs> right, I, I'm sure it'll give it a different flavor than Wisdom and Chains, as you know. Oh yeah, different I'm vocals. Just... <laughs> One thing interesting, I was hearing the I, I heard an interview with the. Uh, uh, with uh, some of the guys in uh, in Wisdom and Chains, can't remember if it was the full band, but one of the question was, "What are some of your favorite albums?" And you, you would expect like maybe a Ramones album or a Black Flag or whatever in there, but the only albums that they mentioned was like Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon and Appetite for Destruction from Guns N' Roses. Just <laughs> naming the bullet point list of all these classic rock hits, and I was like, "Wow, really?" Uh, I guess that explains uh, their technique. Because you hear a lot of solos in that one. Nice. So good good for them. My buddy, he was like, man, I really love Wisdom and Chains, but they got shitty taste in music. I, go, oh, <laughs> I, I kind of agree. <laughs> but don't talk shit on Dark Side, man. That album's a fucking beast. Anyway, <laughs> All right. Wisdom and Chains, I've gone on enough. I could go on more just to get people to go to the show. But yeah, yeah. there's 55 tickets left, by the way. Okay, we'll get your tickets. Eric, we are at a point in the show. Uh, I think my album doesn't really fit the theme of 
the the rest being Halloween style, but most everything else <laughs> in the show is kind of a Halloween style of music. So yeah. <laughs> But at least you're making up for it. Right. <laughs> I mean, my wisdom in chains was not, I mean, violent Americans. Yeah, it's a scary, I guess, but that's year round. <laughs> right. You know, but really that was just for the fact that the show is coming up. So they're thematic in their own ways. Well, I have a, these two tracks that I'm going to play next. And then on the next episode, there's a, a compilation that came out in New Zealand like back in July, and so I wanted to play a track there, so I bumped this track up. The band is Gumbles. They are from Mecklenburg in Germany. Cool band. I don't believe they play or make music or anything like that uh, currently. One of the band members moved on. Uh, Barney Army, I believe, is the band that Paul Paulson plays in. Barney Army? Barney Army, yeah. Oh, Barney? Barney. Huh. Yeah, Barney Army. If you go <laughs> listen to the last, uh, well, the last episode I did on SLC or uh, Punk and I Worldwide, rather, was uh, an episode that featured saxophones in every single track. But the one before that, I was kicking off a series of uh, episodes I'll be doing of German bands, and I included a. It's actually a different track, but same album from Gumbles on that particular episode. That's episode eighty-one. But Gumbles off Alle für Einen. And the track that they played was, uh, that I played from it, was called Barney Army. And then Paul Paulson was in the band. Paul Paulson also then started, uh, well, not started, but was also in the band Barney Army. So <laughs> Gumbles had a track called Barney Army on that album. And then later uh, a band featuring Paul Paulson in it called Barney Army. And I played both those bands over on that episode. So if you like, Punk music, you should go check these out because uh, the German bands, there's so many great ones, and I'll be doing a lot of uh, episodes f- with German bands. But back on this show, the album from Gumbel's uh, Alle für einen, or let's see. Alle für einen. All right, it's a little better than I did. Uh, that's what Google <laughs> Translate says. And Google Translate translates it into English as All for One. That is the name of the album from Gumbel's. Uh, this particular the album, actually, they put it out way back in 2005, and it's pretty awesome. But uh, when I was looking through that album for that other episode of Pokemon Worldwide, I saw this title or this track here, listened to it, and I thought, all right, this is thematic for this time of year, so let's play it. The track from Gumbles is called Blood Sucking Freaks. Uh, that's just thematic, right? Doesn't that seem like a Halloween? Oh, we vampires take offense to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see if you like it. Here is Blood Sucking Freaks from Gumbles. Wie hatten wir uns das jüngste Gericht vorgestellt? Ja, Freunde. Nun ist es soweit. Wenn in der Hölle kein Platz mehr ist, kommen die Toten auf die Erde zurück.
Sucking freaks. Well, I do have one gripe with it. Okay. Yeah, they're making all the references with uh, Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead, but zombies don't suck blood. They just eat you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just... I mean, I guess they get some blood in there as well, but they want your flesh. (laughs) Or your brains, depending on what... What you watch. Oh, yeah, depending on what it is. But they're trying to eat you, not suck you. <laughs> <laughs> or drink you, I guess. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I really enjoyed the track, <laughs> at least. It was catchy as fuck. This right? is Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> yeah. Also, the little uh, thing leading up to it, the like, uh, what is it, Hell is Full? Something like that. It just reminds me of the uh, the slogan for Dawn of the Dead. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I got more of like a zombie feeling from that rather than a, a you know, a vampire. The thing that suck your blood. <laughs> or I don't know, maybe there's a hybrid of that. Maybe. Yeah. Is that going to be the next thing? The zombie vampire crossover? <laughs> if nobody's done mm. it, it might be entertaining. So, there you might go. Be. There's an idea for somebody. Yep. Take it. Yeah, somebody take it. Don't, get, don't give it to... Uh, don't give it to Uwe Boll <laughs> or Michael Bay. <laughs> or for the love of God, don't give it to Shyamalan. That guy's fallen way off the wagon. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. So this episode and next one will feature you know, a Halloween song, even though we've kind of been mixing a few more than just the one, the closer we're getting to Halloween. Uh, but for this episode, the Halloween track that we're going to play is from the band Mento Buru, and the track is called It's a Monster's Holiday. It's off of their <laughs> new release called Scalloween, and it came out October 12th of this year, so brand new. It is six total tracks, three tracks plus three dub remixes of each of those tracks, the band, if you're unfamiliar with them, they come from Bakersfield in California. From the show, Chris, that used to guest or host on the show too, he is from Bakersfield. This is like the only band yeah. that I know of from Bakersfield. So there you go, Chris. Uh, this is the second time I played, I think third time maybe, because I played a regular track, plus they did like Christmas tracks last year, and I played a Christmas track from them last year. But Mental <laughs> uh, Burrow, they started in 1992, so almost 30 years as a band. And to give you a sample of what you're about to get into, this band is described as Latin ska reggae. All right. You don't know any other bands that came from Bakersfield? Offhand, no. You know the band that wrote Blind? Corn? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're, They're from, from Bakersfield. Bakersfield. Oh, I so. didn't know that. Now you know two bands from Bakersfield. This is the only band I know of that I've played on the show. I don't know if I've even played Corn on the show before. I don't know. They're not I've, very punk, so they haven't really come up. Oh, I yeah, but you've played like uh, your metal tracks on right. there. Right. I don't know if Corn's been one. 
I don't know. Maybe we'll get around to playing corn at some point. But I feel like it has. My tracks at the end of the show are going to be like new wave and old school rap for a little while. So it might be a while before I get to corn. Anyway, this particular oh, no. track, <laughs> uh, Monsters Holiday, uh, Buck Owens made it to the top 10 on the Billboard Country Music Charts in 1974, singing about gremlins, goblins, zo- dragons, zombies, and running through a graveyard only to encounter Frankenstein, Dracula, and the rest of the gang. Uh, the original rocks as much as it twangs, and for Mento Burrow, it was the perfect tune to finally give Buck his due in an all-new rockin' ska burner. I wanted to read that out, give you an idea of where it's coming from, because I think all three of the Halloween tracks are just, uh, you know, a cover or reimagining or whatever you want to call it of some older tracks, but not older punk tracks, just older tracks. All right. All right. You got me interest. <laughs> okay. Well, let's do it. Let's play some music. I've talked long enough. It's a monster's holiday, originally from Buck Owens, now from Mento Buru.
Well, speaking of that, that little tune they played there at the end, the little one, that's like the Munsters theme song, and Rob Zombie's doing a Munsters movie. So oh, yeah, he it's is. In pre for, yeah, it's in pre-production right now, or I think they're getting ready for it. Yep. Yeah, Rob Zombie. Yeah, that's Rob Zombie doing the Munsters. Meanwhile, Tim Burton is doing an Adam's Family uh, kind of reboot. I think they're making it into a, into a series. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that'll be awesome. Well, there you go. There's a, a few uh, Halloween-themed things. That one, I, you know, a little more fun, I guess. A little more upbeat. Oh, Not yeah. Blood-sucking freaks wasn't awesome. It still feels very... <laughs> uh, I know the the original tune came out in, I, I think, the 70s it was. I think so, yeah. Yeah, but it still sounded very 50s. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, uh, like those uh, certain uh, people in... In the 60s and 70s that wouldn't let the 50s die. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, has its, uh, it has its places on there. Bobby Pickett had his, uh, had his just desserts in his time. And, yeah, kind of a deep cut, I have to say. <laughs> right. Well, Eric, uh, before we get into the live shows and upcoming shows and all that stuff, mm-hmm. uh, we were just talking about movies. There is a new movie out. <laughs> Did that little sample there? Nah, that one just kind of reminded me of the kill, kill, kill from Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> it is. That's Friday the Thirteenth. All right. So there's not a Friday the Thirteenth movie that just came out, but good. Uh, right. But <laughs> too there's many. A, there's a new Halloween movie. Is there too many of those? I mean, they got a lot of the original cast from. <laughs> How many ever years ago? You know, yeah. nearly forty years ago. Well, Jamie I mean, Lee they, Curtis. Yeah, they got her back for like the uh, the one that came out a few years ago. No, the one that just came was, out this month. She's yeah. in it. Oh yeah, I know. She's oh. uh, reprising her role right, again. Right. Yes, <laughs> this yes. is the sequel to that one. Okay, I didn't watch that one. I'm not a huge. Uh, Michael Myers fan. Not that I don't like it or whatever, but I don't really mm. know that. I couldn't tell you too much about it. But anyway, new Halloween movie had come out. Uh, if you hadn't seen it and you're interested, go check out a Halloween movie. Back to punk music. Any <laughs> live shows that you've seen? Uh, there were none. Me this, neither. Uh, this last <laughs> week. But that's... To be fair, last week I had three shows to talk about. Three. Right. <laughs> so, and unfortunately I was not able to make it... Uh, to the one I was intending on going, which was... Me too. Yeah, both of us. We kind of failed at that. We did. Which was uh, Broken Cuffs and... Foot Soldier. Foot Soldier. Uh, along, and I believe Marine Corps was playing that. And the Usurpers. Yeah, and Usurpers. Yes. And I'm really... Actually, I'm most bummed, bummed about missing Usurpers because I love seeing those guys live. <laughs> They're great musicians. That's a great band. And it's a great album. Well, I missed out too, and uh, I'm glad the guys came, and I hope the show is a success, and then they come back so I can catch them on the next go-round. Yeah, they'll be... I hope that they will be back. Judging by the uh, videos that were posted up on uh, Instagram via warning label Distro, who who actually uh, books a lot of the shows that go to uh, Resolute and Oliver and uh, and pretty much any uh, house show (laughs) in Salt Lake. Yeah, they. You can see the videos on his uh on his Instagram. It's at Warning Label Distro. You can see the samples of the uh, footage on there, cool. and just see what you missed out. See if it was worth uh, see if it was uh, 
worth missing, I guess. Right. <laughs> Which, in my opinion, wasn't. Anyway, uh, there are some events that are coming up. I mean, you know the... You know the one that I am talking about, the Wisdom and Chains one, but there is a there is a few more. There is a uh, let me see. Yes, the band Uniform, which I love. You know, they their album they released last year was my favorite. And they're playing with Portraya of Guilt and Body Void. That is gonna be coming up next week on the 7th at Kilby Court. There's a lot of shows that will be coming up in November, but we will get to that when we get to that. I'm going to quickly run down our show, live show portion, much smaller this time. We're about to get back into a great cover-to-cover album, which Eric will talk about in just a moment. But real quick, uh, the Casualties and Pinata Protest are starting their all-out tour of 2021 on November 4th in Austin. And then they'll go to Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, El Paso, Albuquerque, Denver, and on the 11th, They'll be here in Utah at the Loading Dock, then on the 12th up to the Shredder in Boise, followed by Seattle, Portland, Eugene, Petaluma, Bakersfield, Pomona, Palmdale, LA, and Mesa, and that will wrap up on the 23rd. So get out there, check out the casualties and pinata protests. I'll probably mention that one more time, but for all of you in Texas, because they're going to be doing five Texas shows uh, you want to know about that ahead of time before that uh, before the next time we do a show. So get out there and check those out. Uh, when is this show here? November thirteenth. Fight the future. Oh yeah, I wanted to make mention this. Mm-hmm. Fight the future. When we had them on the show, they talked about going uh, to the East Coast. Well, guess what? It's coming. November thirteenth. They will be in Burlington, Vermont. So you'll get band from Utah, Fight the Future in Burlington, Vermont, playing with Old North End. Played them on the show a bunch of times. Love Old North End. Also with Two Man Advantage, Live Fast, Die Fast, and Embers, which is from New York, and they will be playing. I think at a hockey rink or something like that, if I remember correctly. Huh. Uh, pretty. It looks pretty awesome. So get out there and check them out in Burlington, Vermont, uh, or if you're up there on the East Coast, go check out a band from Salt Lake. Uh, I'm not going to go through this in detail, but just so you know, Some Kind of Nightmare, if you know the band, they're always on tour, but they do have some upcoming shows uh, starting on November 12th in Indiana, then Missouri, Oklahoma, and Arkansas, Kansas, and so forth. They'll have a handful of shows they've got on a flyer all the way through November 27th. Looks like it's mostly Midwest shows, the farthest uh, west that they will be coming is Denver and Fort Collins in the middle of the month. So be on the lookout for some some kind of nightmare. On Friday, November 12th, Hanging Judge, Soda City Riot from South Carolina, and The Breaks will be playing in Atlanta at the Highlander. It's only five bucks, so get out there and check them out. The Breaks and The Hanging Judge are both awesome. I need to check out Soda City Riot. Hadn't heard of them yet. And finally, the last one that I'm going to mention is a Halloween punk night show with the Crash Mats, the Guillotines, Early Mojo, and Tio Rico. This is over in the UK, because those are all UK bands, and Horn and Hoof Records bands. It's at the Blossoms. I think that means it's in Stockport. It's on Saturday the 30th. It is free entry. And if, you know, go check that out. Yeah, there you go. If you're there. So that will be this weekend. That's all I've got. Eric, if you don't have anything else, get into your album. Well, I do have a couple of others. Okay, so, you get into those. Good. Yeah. 
So, uh, locally, we do have a Halloween show. It's going to be on the, uh, not the 30th, the 29th. It's going to be my friend Parker and his little, uh, his little, uh, group called Captain Daniels and the Sunnybrook Sailors. A bit of a, bit of weird, uh, twangy folk punk type stuff. Anyway, they'll be, they'll be playing with, uh, Moonkin and the Groundskeeper at the Beehive. Yeah, starts at 6, goes until 7. Okay. <laughs> at the Beehive on the 29th. Then there's another one that, same same guys, Captain Daniels, down in, uh, or not down in, up in Ogden with, I can't even read that, Kaitwal? <laughs> I don't know who the hell that is, but that's going to be up in uh, 2869 Brinker Avenue in Ogden. They, do, they, they don't have a name. They don't have a name for the venue, but if you're up in Ogden and you're listening to this, then, yeah, let's go check out that show. Brandon's a great guy. Or, Brandon, how the fuck did I say that? Parker's a great guy, and he's a great musician. He's uh, all over the place. And, yeah, that is about it for the Halloween shows, but post-Halloween, November 1st, at the Beehive, there will be uh, a band from California called Ventana Row, and there will be... Opening up for them will be Portal to the Goddamn Blood Dimension, Fuckskin, and Spirit Prison. Be a bit more of like a uh, a noise, kind of a weird body music type uh, show, but still worth checking out. Cool. (laughs) Anyway, with that being said, yes, let's get into the album. And the band is the most typical you could get for Halloween themed music. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Oh God, it's the band with it's the band that every with the skull that everyone recognizes. Right? <laughs> yeah, the Grateful Dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it's not this one. It's not the Grateful. It's the Grateful Dead of punk. <laughs> Actually, I don't even think that's accurate. It's the fucking Misfits. It's the Misfits. Yeah. What about it? <laughs> and. The album I'm picking, the album I'm picking is one that's uh, not regarded as the best from Misfits Elitist, the Danzig worshippers. No, I'm talking about American Psycho. Yeah, it's a great album. What about it? (laughs) (laughs) Not my favorite, though I will say it's uh, my favorite of the Michael Graves era Misfits. And that's really kind of uh, low bar (laughs) because Famous Monsters was not that good. It wasn't. I will say that. <laughs> American Psycho was good. And it did have like the uh it had the dig up her bones. That was like the Michael Graves die die, my darling. Okay. And I guess uh, I guess Famous Monsters did have Fiend Club, and that was a bit of a calling card. So yeah, there was there was that. So yeah, um Weird things have uh, been happening with Michael Graves in the media. He's always been that kind of uh, right leaning punk rocker. But yeah, we just kind of laughed at the fact where it's like conservatism is the new punk and just kind of playing the victim card <laughs> that he was conservative and people were calling him a poser punk. And people more or less forgot about that until he started uh, being a uh, sort of fence walker and bootlicker type guy who uh, just uh, would not shut up about it on his Instagram and lost a lot of fans in the process. <laughs> so yeah, not a lot of respect for uh, Michael Graves as a person. But as a singer, yeah, he did his. He held his share. He did fine. He did. He did some very good. Uh, 
did some very good vocal stuff. And, and yeah, this was in a weird time of the Misfits where, uh, they were kind of ex- living in purgatory ever since they uh, deflated in the 80s, and Jerry only kept a, kept a version of it alive in the studio. This was one of those versions, and with it we got a very decent 90s Misfits album, and it was the first one I heard. Yeah, this was my introduction into the Misfits, so I guess you could say it's a fit of nostalgia that's uh, keeping my love alive for this record, but... No, it's also the fact that the songs are really good. <laughs> There's a lot of heavy stuff on here that's been, uh, yeah, it's been updated. It's been better produced, better polished as compared to uh, Static Age or Walk Among Us. We all know how that sounds, but it's a product of its times. These are a product of the 90s. So, yeah, here is one of the songs that I really love. I think it's the heaviest on this record, and it's the one... It was about time that they wrote a song about their logo. We know where it came from. Uh, Maybe you don't. It came from the horror film, The Crimson Ghost. That is where they ripped it from. And now people associate that with the Misfits rather than the horror film. So let's just remind them where its roots are. This is Crimson Ghost. I really love the uh, riff on there. It's got a ve- it's got a very metal uh, overtone going on it. Yeah, and that's Doyle for you. Doyle. Oh yeah, Doyle. Best uh, best description I have ever heard of him is he is a cross between a man and a building. <laughs> and yeah, especially when it gets those uh, platform boots on, and he's just. Just stomping and thumping all around the stage. You're just surprised that that thing doesn't collapse. <laughs> anyway, yes, this was uh, the introduction of Doyle into the group, and he was just like, uh, yeah, he's just blazing away. 
great guitarist that guy damn yes. and uh and yeah this album it does have a lot of uh it does have a lot of uh, great songs on there. There's, uh, I mean, the title track. I really love that one. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, they actually wrote a song called Walk Among Us. Nice. <laughs> I like that. I like the fact that they are uh, touching back on the past a little bit. And, and yeah, other ones, Don't Open Till Doomsday. That is a great closer. I really love that one. But probably the one that... I think uh, best uh, best exemplifies the how catchy they were on this album, and the one that really stuck with me was the song "The Shining." Yeah, the chorus gets a it's so flowy and liquidy that it just submerges your head, and you can't get the chorus out of it for better or for worse. But yeah, it's a great one. It's a big one. You kind of have to uh, repeat it a few times to really get it down. But once you get it down, oh shit. It's going to be part of you forever. So, this was your warning. Let's play The Shining. <laughs>
yeah, there is uh, some good cuts from American Psycho, which is also based off of one of my favorite books of the same name, American <laughs> Psycho. Oh, God. that Jesus, you really want to get in the Halloween spirit? Yeah, that, that book will do it. Like, oh, my God, it will do it. <laughs> That's a... Another story for another day. Let's take to the American Psycho that we just listened to. Yes, it's a good album. Michael Graves is a good singer, and that's about all I have to say that's positive about him currently. So, <laughs> and again, I'm not a I'm not a Misfits purist or anything like that. I'm not a Danzig worshiper. I mean, granted, my favorite album by the Misfits is still Static Age. However, this one's a close second. I'm just. Covering all fields here, man. <laughs> I don't, but yeah, everyone has got interesting th- opinions about the Misfits. They are just a hot spot for so many people. Of like, uh, you got people who just prefer Graves over Danzig, and people who prefer the opposite. And then, of course, if you're wearing the Misfits Crimson Skull, it always puts a target on your back, saying "Name three songs by them." <laughs> oh man, just a lot of uh. Yeah, it's one of those hot-button topics that nobody really seems to want to talk about. Either out of uh, fear of ridicule, or really, they're just bored. Honestly, I think it's just a non-issue at this point. (laughs) I have a a football team, and I called my team the Misfits for other reasons, but I like the correlation... And I'm the only one that I think actually knows who the Misfits are. So if anybody asks, because one of our jerseys actually has the Crimson Skull. I put it on there mm-hmm. in reference to it on purpose. And it's for me, <laughs> not the other guys. Because, again, they would be one of those guys you would mention that somebody would see him wearing that jersey and say, name three songs. And those guys would be, what? What three songs? <laughs> I'm just picturing them running out onto the field, just pulling kids by their shirts. Name three songs. Name three songs. Just one by one. Oh, my God. That'd be hilarious. Also, that's like the first... Uh, one of the first go-to tattoos that punks get is like it's either the black flag bars, which was I'm guilty of that, <laughs> or the crimson ghost, which I am not guilty of. I don't have a crimson ghost tattoo yet. I have a very specific one I will be getting soon. I've been saying that for about five years now, but soon, <laughs> soon is relative. <laughs> yes, it is relative. Also, I think it's funny that the misfits, like the actual name misfits, has nothing to do with horror at all. No, it doesn't. It's just, uh, and now it is. It's uh, correlated on the same plane as being horrific, but really the definition of misfits is just, you know, someone who's out of place. You know, when I think of uh, misfits, I think of, uh, other than the band, I think of like those little 90s sports teams where, you know, you're getting all the little weird outsider kids who uh, are, you know, pushed out of the sports by the jocks and everything. Little giants. Yeah, little giants, precisely. (laughs) Those are misfits. Those are the weird kids that nobody seems to like. Yes. You know, that's that's them. So misfits in and of itself is a word that is most accurately describes the people who are into punk and hardcore music. I read something recently, and I don't know how accurate it is, but I read it, and it said that the misfits got the name of the band, I think, off of a Marilyn Monroe movie. Oh, maybe so. And they actually, on their mm. first album, I want to say it was on the first album, actually thanked everybody in the cast of that movie. And it was a movie from like the the 50s or something. Something like that. Interesting. I don't remember all the details specifically, but I remember reading that thinking, huh, that is, that's strange. Well, 
Looks like we got some homework to do. <laughs> I knew there was a I knew there was a TV show called The Misfits, but you know, I couldn't tell you the first thing about it other than just that. <laughs> well, maybe that'll be true. That's something that I read recently, so check it out and uh, report back to us next episode, Eric. <laughs> All right, I'll figure it out, or maybe in a few minutes. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, while you do that, I'm going to play my great cover-to-cover album for this episode. It is a new one. It came out October 8th. The band is aggressive. I love this band. Uh, their two previous releases are awesome. Uh, after their first release, right before their second release, did an interview with Daniel. He is he does vocals for the band uh, on SLC Punkcast episode 42.5, April of 2018. That's like six months earlier than the one we did with Richie of... Uh, wisdom and change so even earlier we did an interview so if you want to go check out that interview uh way back in april of 2018 episode 42.5 uh this album is called unbreakable i already played a track on that same punkanoi worldwide episode 81 that i was referencing earlier for better days they have a video out for it but i picked two other tracks and i had i was seriously listening to tracks every day i've heard this album i don't know how many times through uh, seven eight nine times at least all the way through since October 8th when it came out. I love this album. It's definitely going to be in my top lists, like top three or four, or maybe even higher than that. <laughs> All right. There's still a little bit of time left, but I really like it. I really thought it was awesome. I had a struggle picking like two tracks. What two tracks, you know? And so I decided to go with the title track, Unbreakable. Let's get into it. Let's listen. I'll talk a little more after. The band is from Ruhrpott in Germany. Just go check out the interview. I think it was really awesome, and I think all the interviews we do are awesome, but uh, go check that out. But check out the band, check out their other releases, and definitely check out Unbreakable, and this is going to be why. Yes. 
I believe it. <laughs> the way that that guy sounds. Right? Holy hell. I just picture a big burly man wearing a flannel and having a beard. <laughs> Watch the video and you'll get an idea that Daniel is not very big, not very burly, has a shaved head. Yeah. Okay, maybe that too. <laughs> I don't know. I just keep thinking of the uh, the singer of Himsa. Oh, man, who looks exactly like that. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just the voice. But then again, I have been wrong before. The singer of I Exist, he's just like a skinny, hardcore kid, typical-looking guy, but he has just belted out these uh, these guttural uh, bass tones, similar to that of Matt Pike, which, if you don't nice. know, that's the singer and guitarist of High on Fire. Okay. So... So yeah, just one of those instances you don't expect a voice like that to be coming out of a man of that build. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think what you described is what you would expect, but I think Daniel, you know, I haven't met him in person. Uh, he lives in Germany. I haven't been to Germany, and I don't know that he's been here. So, uh, but seeing him on video, he looks like average size, average build. He's not skinny. He's not big. He just looks like an average guy, skinhead. That's just, but... Man, does yeah. he put that out? And you, you, oh, like yeah. you say, you, yeah, you're proud. You are unbreakable. I'm sure. If anything, it <laughs> amplifies the aggression, right? Because <laughs> oh. yeah, you just see a little a slender man like that who's just got that, who's got a voice like that, and you think, okay, I'm uh, gonna try and avoid any fists of his <laughs> of his projection coming towards my face. You use the describing word aggression, and see the name of the band is aggressive. Uh, uh, see, okay, there it's you go. Fitting. Aggressive, unbroken, yeah, the unbreakable. There you go. Jesus Christ, they're gonna be. Yep, I'm sold. I believe everything you are saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I recommend going and checking out their previous albums. Uh, let's play one more track from that one. This might be my favorite track. I'm having a hard time picking my favorite track, but at the time I picked. The tracks for this episode, I'm going to settle on this one being my favorite of the album, at least at this moment. Here we go. End of the story. One more from Aggressive. Sorry! 
end of the story, though it's not the end of the episode, that is aggressive. <laughs> and not the end of that band. Right. I hope. <laughs> I, I hope so, too. They're, all three of their albums they put out are all phenomenal. Uh, I have the other two on vinyl. Just uh, I haven't bought a lot of stuff coming out of Europe recently just because, as Eric and I were just talking, it's the, the shipping in some cases seems to be more expensive than the actual records themselves. So, mm-hmm. man, I hope that shit corrects itself at some point because uh, I definitely want to get that there. They have like a box set for this one. Like it comes with a slip mat, uh, metal pin, stickers, banner, plus the record. Fuck, I can't wait. Yeah. Got to add it to my collection. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love that album. I think it's really good. I'm not just playing it now as a great cover to cover album. Like I'm playing it as a great cover to cover album that is going to be in my top two or three of the year, I'm sure, at this point, because there's only, like, two albums right now. You, uh, I'd have to look. There's a lot of good albums, but I think that the Bone Crusher album, the Antagonizers ATL album, and this album from Aggressive are probably in my the, the top tier of releases for me for this year so far. All right. All right. Yeah, you. Uh, this band has convinced me to to check out the rest of that album and Just check out the other two. two songs the other two you'll probably be you should be able to find them all on apple music spotify and all that stuff oh yeah i did all right good <laughs> <laughs> all right let's wrap up the show uh two more tracks some non-punk tracks eric what do you have well there is only one way you can introduce this band and that is Yes. Oh, yes. The the giants of brutality. One of the biggest thrash metal bands to come roaring out of the 80s and have survived up until last year. Was it last year? No, the year before. Something like that. The The point is Slayer's dead. <laughs> <laughs> they are gone. They, uh, they may be coming back. I can picture them being like a... What I was saying earlier about Wisdom and Chains being like a fest-only band, but honestly, they kind of uh, had their run. And for, and it was mostly through uh, Tom, because, I mean, he's a family man. He's got his, uh, he, I mean, he's a granddad now. <laughs> Just to let that sink in. And so is uh, Gary Holt, their, uh, their guitarist. <laughs> he's also a granddad. I mean, Gary, he's the only one who uh, is living for the live shows. So, yeah, they're... Uh, We'll see. We'll see if they uh, come back. He's actually doing. He's doing some more uh, musical endeavors, but that's that's kind of on the back burner right now. What is on the front burner is uh, how people are reminiscing about Slayer's greatest tracks, and the one that I chose is the title track from my personal favorite album. It happens to be my favorite song. It is Seasons in the Abyss, and a bit of a weird history with this one. The and this is kind of why I chose it f- specifically for this episode, leading into Halloween, is because I had a frightening event with this song. The first time I ever dropped mushrooms, I was listening to this specific song. And you know how some people say I was living those lyrics? I was living the <laughs> lyrics. You know, you look at the chorus, close your eyes, forget your name, step outside yourself, let your thoughts drain as you go insane. Yeah, I did go insane. I was in the middle of nowhere on this shroom strip. It was the same one that I was talking about when I played the Bad Religion song, God's Love, sometime last year. (laughs) 
or maybe earlier this year. I don't remember what time, but I was talking about that trip. This is part one of that same <laughs> trip. I was outside in the middle of this uh, ranch, and I'm just listening to Slayer, and I'm looking aimlessly into the uh, dark and all the woods, and all of a sudden the trees looked as if they were on fire. And then I come face to face with this uh, with this cow or this horse or something that was like on the opposite side of this fence. But I wasn't seeing it as a cow. I was looking at it as a deer, like a stag with antlers. And we were just in a staring contest with each other. And it felt like it was going to take me through the gates and pull me down into hell. So I'm like, fuck, run back inside, rip my headphones out, and just, like, try and catch my breath and not lose my head completely. So, yeah, this song has a weird spot in my head <laughs> currently. <laughs> so, I mean, the lyrics themselves, they are very horrific. It's got that nice little uh, macabre undertone. Despite the fact that it doesn't hit all the uh, thrash metal bullet points, it's not fast. It's not, like, full of double bass drums and just, like, uh, I mean, there are some uh, solos in there, but not what you think of when you first think of really Slayer at all. The first thing you think of is that one. But this one, I think, outweighs uh, Raining Blood in every way possible. This is their masterpiece, I think, and it's not because I have a personal connection with it i guess <laughs> this is seasons in the abyss the greatest song from the heaviest band of all time let's travel through it
Just listening to those lyrics again just sort of reminded me of those times. Frozen eyes stare deep in your mind as you die. <laughs> Literally, eyes stare at me like, holy hell. So, yeah. That I that I just love that fucking song. Aside from the lyrics, I love that just crawling riff that just seems to be rolling over. Just... It just sounds so Slayer. You know, they have a very unique, uh, they have unique specimen of when it comes to writing their riffs. And that was the beauty of it. R.I.P. Jeff Hanneman. <laughs> yeah, most people don't know it. He was the one who wrote the, uh, the actual riff to Raining Blood. And he presented it to Carrie. And Carrie hated it. He thought it was stupid. He's like, no, trust me. Trust me. This is going to work. Yeah, famous last words, Carrie. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, I love that band. I mean, really love them. I have an entire chest piece planned out for this band, mixed in with Dante's Inferno. So yeah, I kind of have a, uh, I kind of have an obsession with them. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, but Seasons in the Abyss. I love that album. I feel that was peak Slayer. I feel like that was the uh, pinnacle that they have not ever been able to reach again. That's not to, you know, that's not to uh, slander or uh, uh, defame any of their uh, any of their l- other albums that followed. You know, God Hates Us All is still a great one. Christ Illusion, I think, is un- underrated. And there's some good hits in, like, World Painted Blood and even, uh, <laughs> even the debatably... <laughs> the questionable Diablos and Musica when they went new metal for a minute. <laughs> yeah, that that was a weird time. But they still got some great songs on their uh, albums post 1990s. You know, right up until their uh, demise. Yeah, that's a uh, but that's Slayer for you. They are a weird band to talk about, much like the Misfits were. I have a I have a mouthful of words to say about the bands that I chose to this episode. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, Slayer's a whole uh, can of worms for me. They're in my top five. All right. Well, let's wrap the show <laughs> up with the Dream Syndicate. They're from the 80s. They formed in 81. In 1982, they put out their first release called The Days of Wine and Roses. They're from Los Angeles, California. I started off with an L.A. band. I'm going to end with an L.A. band. Uh, the Dream Syndicate on that release had a track called Halloween. It's it's a little long. It's a little, little over six minutes. We'll listen to a good chunk of it here and then wind down the show. So uh, on with the thematic music. Uh, This one's just simply called Halloween.
think you got an idea. That's <laughs> Halloween. Yep. That's I think the Misfits version was better. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Dream Syndicate. Go check them out. Add them to your Halloween playlist if you'd like. The name of the track's Halloween. It's off of the Days of Wine and Roses. We're winding down the show. It still has about another minute and a half left. As it does, I'll let you know. You can find the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, SLCPodcast.com, and I'm sure several other places. If you found us somewhere, you can also find us all of those places. You can find the bands on Instagram at S-T-Y-G-O-C for Stick to Your Guns, at Oi. that's V-I-S-V-I-R-E-S, Oi. at Strike First Oi. at Wisdom in Chains at Mento Buru at Official Misfits at Aggressive underscore Oi at Slayer Band Official at The Dream Syndicate Band and shows at SLC Punkcast. Eric, yes, <laughs> where do we find you? <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Scary Uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. You can find my band on Instagram at Anonymous underscore Band Official. You can find us on Bandcamp at anonymous.slc.bandcamp.com and on Facebook at Anonymous SLC. My other band is on Facebook, or not Facebook, Instagram at Heart of Dark 801 SLC. And you can hear me on the Rect Podcast, Instagram at Rectcast, Facebook Rect Podcast, and part of the, excuse me, the Circle Pit Radio Network. You can find that on Instagram at Assault City CP and Circle Pit Radio on Facebook. You can find it all on CirclePitRadio.com, including my new podcast, which is going to be called, or not going to be called, it is called <laughs> Lead Melodies. And it only has an Instagram page, but you can find that at Lead Melodies underscore podcast. There's only one post and but we will be I will be posting a bit more on that. Keep an eye out for the uh, first episode to come out in November. We will have a trailer coming at the end of this week. Awesome. So watch out for that. <laughs> Excellent. Well, be on the lookout and the best way to keep up is go follow. Yeah, go follow. Follow. Damn it. We'll get a, we'll get other things uh, set into motion as well. And by we I mean me because this is a this is a one man project. <laughs> You can also follow the bands on Facebook at S-T-Y-G-O-C, at Vesperace Oi, at Strike First A-T-L, at Wisdom in Chains P-A-H-C, at Mento Buru, at Misfits, at Aggressive Oi, at Slayer, at The Dream Syndicate, the show's at SLC Punkcast. Thank you everybody for joining and listening all the way up to this point. Hope you found some stuff you enjoy. Go follow the bands, go check out the bands on Instagram, on Facebook, and Specifically on Bandcamp, if they're there. Funny enough, Slayer has a Bandcamp page. I thought I'd point that out. You'd think a band huh. of Slayer's caliber. Not that Bandcamp's for not bands like that, but they've been a metal band that's was around for like 30 years before Bandcamp was a thing. Oh, yeah. And they actually have a Bandcamp page and have, I think, three of their albums there. So go follow all the bands on Bandcamp as well. If you like the music, do what you can. Help out the bands. They'll yeah. keep making music if they can keep making it work for them. Yeah, do it. I'm Seriously, I'll be damn Slayer a band camp? That is so <laughs> odd. <Right? laughs> I mean, I know bigger bands have band camps. I know that, but they're at least uh, more on par with music of this century. Uh, 
Yeah, but good for them. Way to stick with the times, I guess. I agree. Eric, any final thoughts besides Slayer having a Bandcamp page? Uh, besides Slayer having a Bandcamp <laughs> Besides Slayer in general? <laughs> or Misfits. I think you've covered both of those quite well. I think I covered that and also Wisdom and Chains and the fact that they have True. a show at the Beehive this Saturday. Come out to it. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, not, not really any uh, other thoughts other than... Uh, Yep, the greatest holiday of the year is coming up. It is going to be a fine, fine weekend for us. It's going to be lovely bringing in the Festival of the Dead. Uh, the Festival of the Dead? The Time of the Dead. This is when everything starts dying. <laughs> and uh, winter is where everything is dead. So, uh, And that's why spring is the rebirth. Bet you didn't uh, think about that, did you? <laughs> maybe you did, maybe you just forgot. I don't know. I don't really have anything more... Uh, I can't even think of the word <laughs> intelligent to say. <laughs> so, uh, uh, happy fucking Halloween to all of you guys. And uh, uh, scare the shit out of each other and uh, party hardy and uh, don't die. Play the fucking outro. Play the fucking outro.